0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project. This is Morning Coffee with Vince Tagliavia. This is a show where we talk about the news and events every business day at 8.30 a.m. Pacific, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Just to keep on track and, you know, know what's going on around us and on our planet. And uh, thank you for joining me. I hope you're ready to start your day. Holy mackerel. January 25th, 2023. It's a beautiful day over here in the Pacific Northwest. Hope you're doing well. Also, I know there is some tumultuous weather in the states as of late. Many tornadoes in Texas. Many tornadoes. I heard a report of 17 tornadoes. So I hope all of you out there are doing well. I know we have some a lot of red pill family over in the beautiful state of Texas, so be safe everybody, and uh, let's continue on with our lives, good morning everybody, Grandma Revolt Summer, good to see ya, good to see you, Jules, good morning, hope you have a delicious cup of coffee with ya, Mr. Plum, Poison, good morning, and Nikki, yes, go make your coffee, make your coffee, we're getting right into things here. Uh, We had a great night last night with Josh on the Social Red Pill uh, Zoom Q&A. I had to leave early because, well, we wake up early. You know, I don't want to burn the candle at both ends, but there was some good conversation going on over there. Uh, We do that every Tuesday night. Everybody's welcome. You just have to be a member of the Social Red Pill. That is the Red Pill Project's private social network for all of us, quote unquote, degenerates to get together without being harassed and banned and kicked in the nuts constantly on the Internet. So if you want to join that fun, you can just go to socialredpill.com and it doesn't cost you a dime unless you want to help uh, support us in that way. You can join for free and get use of it socialredpill.com if you're not there already and you've been watching this some people it's like i've been watching for two years and i finally joined i don't know why i haven't see i don't understand join it's fun come on just join it's a good time um Ooh. all right so i hope to see you there and thank you to everybody who has joined over the months and years and uh we're gonna keep that ball rolling keep that ball rolling indeed Um. Well, it's Hump Day already. That means tomorrow's Thursday, and then we're back into the weekend. It'll be a good time. Fridays we change things up, and by the end of Friday, we're wanting to talk about things. That's why we have, or we want to talk about things. Uh, fringe topics, which is why we have the show Conversations on the Fringe this week uh, we will be having a show and that's at 6:30 PM Pacific on Fridays. And then Saturdays, we talk about more stuff that makes us think outside the realm of politics and war and finance and all this. So join this weekend. If you want to unwind with the red pill project as well, we're not all, you know, you gotta have balance, right? You gotta have a little balance, work hard, play hard kind of thing. So that's kind of the, the way we operate here. Um, so I look forward to this weekend. It's Wednesday. That's when I start thinking about it. I'm like, all right, cool. We're almost there. We're almost there. Keep on pushing, especially in these times where everything is so messed up. Um, on the financial front of things, we'll start just uh, segue into news here. Um, the main market drivers are fairly stable. The market's not doing too great today. We saw losses of more than 1% across the board. This is coming after yesterday where somebody fat fingered something at the New York Stock Exchange and the markets went haywire. They said it was just a clerical error with their system operator person. So, uh, okay. You know, that's really concerning considering... Uh, everything relies on this financial system that's just absolutely being beaten to a pulp. Uh, it just takes one person to fat-finger something and the whole thing begins to collapse. Uh, yeah, it's not something I want to put all my... You know, it's not the basket I want to put all of my precious eggs in, especially with the price of eggs these days. So that's why I do other things to try to hedge my bets against this failing system, which they're just... looks like they're driving it into the ground, man. It's wild, but... I'm not going to go too much into all this finance stuff. Just that this is where we are. It's pretty pretty crazy. We're keeping our eye on it, but we do have a little bit of news. Um, just more bad news for uh, our taxpayer money. The U.S. is to pay Lebanon army and police salaries, or they're to pay the Lebanon army police salaries for six months. Insider paper reported this. Here is the, the, you know, the illegitimate president, Joe Biden. He approves this. Why are we doing this? This is crazy. The U.S. announced Wednesday $72 million in aid to crisis hit Lebanon to cover security personnel salaries for six months in a joint program with the U.N., Lebanon's economy has been in free fall for three years, resulting in slashed military budget and eating away at the value of soldiers' salaries. Washington, which has been the biggest donor to Lebanon's army, has partnered with the UN Development Program to facilitate the delivery of the first U.S. aid of its kind. The program will provide $72 million in temporary financial support for Lebanese Armed Forces and and Internal Security Forces personnel, the U.N. agency and U.S. Embassy in Beirut, said in a joint statement. Beirut, huh? UNPD will disperse it through a local service provider, it added. These payments will provide every soldier and police officer eligible to receive assistance under U.S. law with $100 per month for a period of six months. The statement said U S ambassador Dorothy Shea said this was the first time the U S has ever provided such financial support to security forces in Lebanon. According to the statement, huh? An average monthly salary for a low ranking Lebanon, Lebanese soldier is now worth roughly $50 down from about $800 before 2019 economic crisis. Whoa. Holy crap. Energy-rich Qatar announced last year $60 million in aid for Lebanon's cash-strapped armed forces, with a security source telling AFP at the time it would cover soldiers' wages. Since 2019, the local currency lost 95% of its market value, forcing hundreds of member security forces' personnel to defect, while many have sought side jobs. At one point in 2020, Lebanon's army said it had scrapped meat from the meals offered to on duty soldiers due to rising food prices. Oh my god. And in June 2021 it said it would sell tourist helicopter rides in a bid to boost its coffers. Oh <sighs> lordy, lordy, lordy. So I mean it's not an astonishing amount of money, it's a lot of money to me, but their currency has failed. And so we're just going to devalue our currency to help you guys out. You know, buy us some more time. Keep this scam going. Yeah. Brown tail. Brown tail says fat finger my ass. Yeah. I'm skeptical to you. I don't believe the narrative. And you know, uh, it's probably because everything else has been a, D, a, a GDL, a gosh darn lie. And that's a term that we're learning here on this show. There's a lot of that happening these days. Um, Brown tail. Tell Josh his Klaus impersonation reminds me of a demented Dr. Ruth. Who's Dr. Ruth? You're going to have to fill me in on that. I'm not good with these references. All right. Um, should I tell him that or is, or is that offensive? I'll tell him either way. But let me, uh, If I remember, I'll tell him. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Ruth. Maybe I'll look it up. All right, you guys. So that's what's happening in the financial world. I'm sure there's a lot more going on, but, you know, it's it's a. I like the topic a lot. I'll, I really do. But I don't want to make it the focus of our show, so that's why we're going to end it there. Let me know what you guys think about this whole financial situation. Uh, I want to know, too. Do you guys... Um, you don't have to tell me all your personal information, but, like, do you um, trade stocks? Do you trade options? Do you... Um, buy commodities and store them physically or just on paper or like what's your deal you can tell me on the social red pill privately or whatever i just just curious because i think uh it's a fun topic it's definitely a fun topic and it's uh doing interesting things the market is that is so uh miss Miss Cheel, I don't know how to say your name, but you said you blackpilled me yesterday because I'm OCD about my groceries. Oh my gosh, sorry. That's not my intention. Alright. Oh, it's a sex doctor from the 80s. <laughs> okay, he'll know. Um, Okay, a demented Dr. Ruth. I don't know where my... uh. Oh, here's my pen. Demented Dr. Ruth. Alright, I'll tell him. I'm going to have to look that up too Uh, alright thank you that's fun yeah I'm into stocks just holding strong that's good I wouldn't put all my eggs in that basket but um, I guess it's fine I mean they could could just go to shit but what do I know I'm just this guy 401k I have noble gold account with silver and gold good and an account with Kirk good Kirk Elliott good 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 All right, I buy silver, have a lot, I'm ready. Good. Yeah, I love silver because, you know, I'm not super, I'm not even a little bit rich. So I like buying silver too. A lot of people are in that boat of they're like, damn it, Vince, stop telling me to get my shit together financially. I'm poor, damn it, I'm poor. I'm working as hard as I can. Could barely make ends meet. I hear you. This is one thing that I do and call me cheap, call me whatever you want. It's just something I've done for years. And it helps me get a little nest egg of silver is when the weather's good and people are selling shit in their yards. I go to all these yard sales and I find the jewelry table and I scavenge through it and I find all the gold and silver and I say, Hey, how much do you want for this? And they go, I don't know, dude, give me a quarter. And I'm like, all right. And I give them a quarter and I take that silver home and I put it with my other silver and it's usually stamped and this kind of thing. So, you know, you just got to put a little effort in and you can just slowly grow, slowly grow. So that's one thing you could do. I don't know. It's not going to make you rich. It's it's just whatever. It makes me feel good. It's fun. So let me know if you guys ever tried something like that. Also, I buy junk silver. Um, a lot of people want to sell silver and gold coins at a premium, which is fine if you have the money to invest in gold and silver and pay that premium. Me, I need to find the discount prices. So what I like to do is I'll find somebody who's, si- who's selling gold junk silver which is silver coins that aren't pure silver you know like 1964 and older silver coins quarters half dollars that kind of thing and i'll haggle with them to get me a spot price or cheaper which is the current value of silver without any excess on top so you can't get it cheaper anywhere else you're not going to get spot or less anywhere less than spot is very rare somebody really want would have to want to get rid of that silver and it's hard to find, but there's people out there who just who do. It does happen. So you just got to keep your eye out there. <clears throat> All right, let's move on. Interesting. Interesting. Let's talk about this. We have this clip, Kevin McCarthy versus the media. Pretty excellent. Let's watch it. It's a, It's three minutes long, but it's a good clip. We'll, we'll watch. We'll watch. I'm impressed with some of the things Kevin McCarthy has said. Recently, I don't trust him by any means, but this kind of thing is encouraging to see.
1: Intel committee. Is is Santos on the Intel committee? Am I allowing shift? Am I allowing shift to be on other committees? Go right ahead. Well, let me be very. This is a man should not be on committee. Something you do have power. He's got elected by his district. So. Answer my question. Why is Okay, let, let me be very clear and respectful to you. You ask me a question. When I answer it, it's the answer to your question. You don't get to determine whether I answer your question or not. Okay, in all respect. Thank you. No, no. Let's answer her question. You just raised a question, I'm going to be very clear with you. The Intel Committee is different. You know why? Because what happens in the Intel Committee, you don't know. What happens in the Intel Committee, although the secrets are going on in the world, other members of Congress don't know. What did Adam Schiff do as the chairman of the Intel Committee? What Adam Schiff did, use his power as a chairman and lie to the American public. Even the inspector general said it. When Devin Nunes put out a memo, he said it was false. When we had a laptop, he used it before an election to be politics and say that it was false and said it was the Russians. When he knew different, when he knew the intel, if you talk to um, John Radcliffe, DNI, Goes to the national security of America, and I will always put them first. All right? And if you want to talk about Swalwell, let's talk about Swalwell, because you have not had the briefing that I had. I had the briefing, and Nancy Pelosi had the briefing from the FBI. The FBI never came before this Congress to tell the leadership of this Congress that Eric Swalwell had a problem with a Chinese spy until he served on intel. So it wasn't just us who were concerned about it, the FBI was concerned about putting a member of Congress on the intel committee that has the rights to see things that others don't because of his knowledge and relationship with a Chinese spy. They brought it to the works of the leaders. I've got that briefing, so I do not believe he should sit on there, that committee. And i believe there's 200 other democrats that can serve on that committee so this has nothing to do with santos santos is not on the intel committee but you know what those voters elected shift even though he lied those voters elected swalwell even though he lied to the american public too so you know what i'll respect his voters too and they'll serve on committees but they will not serve on a place that has national security reverence because integrity matters to me that's the answer to your question
0: (laughs) Oh, fake news doesn't like that answer. Yeah, Swalwell, he was banging a Chinese spy for Pete's sake. Come on, get over it. I mean, don't get over it, but get used to it. He's out. He should be completely out, but my goodness. Yeah, Boyd, I like this guy now. (laughs) Yeah, uh, Boyd, I pray he stays true and strong. Me too. We too. We'll see how this unfolds, you know, but who knows these days? So many sheeps and wolves, you can't tell them apart these days. <laughs> Swallow Well and Shifty need to be on trial for treason. Maybe. They may need to be. Yeah, I think they might be found guilty there. The Fang Fang Diaries. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this is good things to hear. Um, the media... The crooked media asking their terrible questions. Absolutely getting slaughtered by Kevin McCarthy is a beautiful thing. Made my day. That's for sure. I love it. Hopefully we get more truth coming out. Let's see this here. Um, This is uh, Hunter and Ukraine email. uh, I'm sorry. Tucker covered this. Emails show Hunter Biden shared classified documents with Ukraine. Ukrainian business partner. I'm just going to play... a minute and a half of this so uh, from uh, oh, come on is it gonna let me come on you could do it from about uh, let me refresh this sorry guys bear with me I'm trying to play it from the middle
2: anything else we have know. that Hunter Biden has ever written in fact it sounded like something produced by the State Department There's no question that Hunter Biden used classified materials to assemble this email. Listen carefully, quote, the strategic values to create a land bridge for RU to Crimea, he writes at one point. Notice he uses the diplomatic abbreviation for Russia, RU, because he's in the know. Quote, that won't directly affect Burisma Holdings, but it will limit future UK exploration and utilization of offshore opportunities in particular. It will also, Hunter Biden added, quote, Further destabilize the U.K. nationally and for whatever government is in power. And the U.S. will respond with even stronger sanctions. Those sanctions will threaten the tenuous support of the EU, which does not have the political will to incur steep energy price increases and so on. Now, keep in mind, if you're wondering, is this plausible? Keep in mind that when he wrote this email, Hunter Biden was an active drug addict just two months before he wrote this. Two months. In February of 2014, he'd been thrown out of the navy for cocaine use. He couldn't even stay sober long enough to pass a scheduled drug test. He was completely out of control. Yet somehow, in that state, in this email, Hunter Biden managed to sound like a seasoned Ukraine hand from Foggy Bottom, referring to Russia as RU and all the rest. And critically, he seemed to know for a fact the details of American diplomatic strategy In the region, the U.S. will respond with even stronger sanctions. How did Hunter Biden know that? Oh, come on. Come on. Keep in mind that when Mike Flynn mentioned the topic, just mentioned the topic of sanctions to the ambassador from Russia, the FBI swooped in and destroyed his life and threatened to send him to prison. And he was the national security Advisor at the time. He had the highest possible clearances you could have. Hunter Biden had no clearances whatsoever. He was the drug addict son of the vice president. And here he is in this email casually mentioning to his business partner that sanctions may be coming. And here are the effects on the EU and energy prices in order to keep making 80 grand a month in a no-show job on the board of Ukrainian Energy Company working on a topic he knew nothing about.
0: Yeah. There you go. Broken down very well by Tucker. He's doing good stories here. I like it. All right, let's jump over to a little bit of the uh, destabilization that we see within our communities. Um, a lot of us are very pro-homeschooling, pro-homeschool, um, and there's a reason why. Big reason. Schools are just terrible, but look at this article this is local here to communist washington state parents are anxious over potential elementary school closures in bellevue bellevue if i were to describe bellevue it's it's just east of seattle and it's kind of like a ritzy little city outside of seattle it's kind of ritzy and and uh that's i guess that's my best description Bellevue, Washington, emotions are running high amongst thousands of families in the Bellevue school district who are facing the threat that their children's elementary school might have to close. It affects our mental health, all of us, these past 10 days, or just we're struggling. This really put a lot of people on the brink, said Lindsay Hartzell, an Eastgate elementary school parent. Hartzell said even though her two children go to Eastgate, one of the seven schools potentially on the chopping block, she's fighting for all schools to remain open. These moms are fighting not just for their children's school, but all elementary schools to remain open in the Bellevue School District, which says falling enrollment will force it to close three. Half of their schools are closing. Oh, my God. Phantom Lake Elementary School has the best reputation for at-needs kids, says Lauren Teleska. My four-year-old grandson is autistic, and he is just blossoming here. Teleska said her daughter and son-in-law chose the BSD specifically for its reputation. We are just as concerned. We're all concerned about all of our children, uh, said BSD spokesperson Janine Thorne. But Herzl said she's not feeling that right now. Quote, the part that is just so disheartening is that it really is targeting unprivileged kids, Hartzell said. That is that is not the intent disparity across the board we're looking at and trying to address. We don't anticipate having to cut any services, says Thorne. Uh, cannot duck the issue, said BSD interim superintendent Dr. Art Jarvis at January 12th board meeting. That's like a take it out of context little quote there, but okay. The seven elementary schools on the potential closure list include Phantom Lake, Wilburton, Woodridge, Sherwood Forest, Ardmore, and Anet- Anish- Anate- An- Anata, I don't know to say this, Anatai, and Eastgate. The district has cited declining enrollment as the biggest factor. This is actually pretty good news, if you think about it. This means people are homeschooling more and more, even in Kami, Washington. Woo! The anxiety over the closure is so overwhelming for some parents, they've asked the district to look beyond the data. <laughs> Quote, have you looked at into the perspective why the enrollments are falling? Can't just blame the finances and outside factors. Is the quality is it the quality that's going down? asked Dr. Vesic at recent a recent school board meeting. Como News asked the district that question. Thorne said that's a very subjective question and added, We have and are rebounding socially and emotionally from COVID and have not and are not cutting programs or services. Thorne added that they are working to keep class sizes small. Right now, enrollment is predicted to fall over the next decade from 20,000 to 16,000. That's a drop of 8%. But Deputy Superintendent for Finance and Operations Melissa DeVita said she's planning for a 10% drop to account for increasing housing costs, pushing more families out of the district. Just last year, overall assessed value in the district rose by more than 27%. I have never seen assessed values rise that much in one year, said DeVita, while explaining the issue to district constituents. Wow. Yeah, this is wild. And I don't think this is going to be a thing that we see unique to commie Washington here in Bellevue. I think this is going to be happening across the nation as more people don't want their kids to be indoctrinated and move to homeschooling and controlling what their students and children learn. So, yeah, this speaks volumes to the school system. Here is a natural news article on the same exact thing. Public schools are collapsing fast as teachers says they are now indoctrination centers, not places of education. If you, have, if you still have children in public schools, it's time to get them out and into a private education setting where they will no longer be subjected to left-wing uh, countercultural indoctrination if you have the means to do so. And if you don't, maybe the answer for you is to form a small education collective with like-minded parents and teach them yourselves because the public education system has been completely overrun by leftist Marxists who hate America and all it was built on and, stand, and stands for, according to a fed-up teacher who is now speaking out. The goal of the education system today is no longer to educate. It is to do everything but that, charter school advocate and teacher Dan Fisher told the Epoch Times. The outlet added, Fisher teaches 10th grade at a high school whose name he declined to publicize. Before that, he taught as a professor. The The classrooms he is in today let him see a system in collapse. 10th graders can't read. Most students don't want to participate, and teachers care more about woke indoctrination than addressing these issues, Fisher said. But kids have plenty of energy to invest in their tech, he added. After school is fascinating, he said. They're not playing, they're not running, they're just on their phones. Oh my gosh. Like dozens of other advocates who are seeking to reform public education and reorient it back to the way it was founded to do creates a population armed with a fundamental education that instills a sense of pride in themselves and their country while it prepares them for the rigors of life. Fisher noted that changes implemented during the COVID pandemic exposed just how rotten the current system is. Quote, they assumed that schools were the way they were when they, were, when they went through And they had no idea how much things have changed as far as curriculum and other things, he said, adding that the high graduation rates are phony because many schools often pass students, despite the fact they can't meet basic levels of educational standards. We're asking at the 10th grade level, 11th grade level, to help teach reading, he said. Is that isn't that kind of what K through eight is for K through eight? No, that's what K through one is for. That's what K through two is for. K through eight. He noted further that because of the disgraceful collapse of public schools, which continue to be well-funded, even by taxpayers who don't have children in them. It is little wonder a growing number of parents. Most even are looking for alternatives. That view is supported by a new survey conducted by national school choice week, a program run by the nonprofit national school choice awareness foundation. Uh, nearly 40, nearly 54% of parents, of more than 3,800 surveyed have considered a new school for their children in the past year, the study found. The number of, of dissatisf- dissatisf- dissatisfied parents got higher the younger the parents were, researchers found. Ooh, that's good. Among parents 18 to 29, about 6 in 10 considered moving schools in the past year. Wow. Among parents aged 30 to 44, a little more than half considered moving schools. Among those 45 to 60, just under half considered a move. Hmm. And about 4 out of 10 parents aged 60 and above considered moving schools. Huh. Interesting. Well, they end with saying public schools no longer serve the interests of our nation. They've been taken over by the left and are just political indoctrination centers for Democrats. Get your children out of them if you can. And I'll tell you this. There are a lot of people over on the social red pill and in your own communities that would be willing to talk about these topics in depth and help you find solutions for your family's education, even your own education, maybe. Well, I know there's no, like, obviously this is a show for adults, but you know, just this topic, I guess. Um, So uh, start the conversations, focus on this stuff. It's, it's one of the key ways it maybe is the key way to fix a lot of this garbage that we have in our society these days. Um, Nikki, my seven year old is teaching herself to read. She won't pay attention when I help her, but she sits with leapfrog pen and learns. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Technology is amazing. <clears throat> my goodness. Could you imagine being, uh, not being able to read? Gosh, that's crazy. Not being able to read. What kind of person? Uh, It's just wild to me. You can't, you're not capable of a lot of, um, personal, like everything. Imagine if you can't read everything that you take in is somebody telling you it's verbal, right? How do you, I think it really narrows your point of view on things and everyone controls what you digest Um, Wow. I guess reading is kind of that way too, but man, that's wild. Uh, Let's talk more about uh, kind of the same lane of things. We, uh, I don't, I think we briefly talked about this briefly. Maybe I think I might've missed it actually, but the NA, the NIH funded food pyramid rates, lucky charms, healthier than steak. This is just more of this crazy fake education stuff out there there was a study done by the NIH or funded by the NIH. And this is the result that, that they're putting out there. 40% of Americans are obese. Well, they didn't say this. But this is just Justin Mayers over on uh, pirate wires. He posted this blog and he says 40% of Americans are obese. 71.6% of adults over 20 are overweight. And for the first time in decades, life expectancy is falling due to chronic Ill- illness. What the, The F is going on. A few weeks ago, the White House hosted a conference on hunger, nutrition, and health. One of the key organizers of the conference, Darush Mazfarian, dean of Tufts School of Nutrition, had just spending three years and millions of dollars designing a new food pyramid. His findings? Lucky charms are healthier than steak. Americans have a massive obesity and disease problem. Are we really not understanding Why? According to the Tufts Food Compass, which they tout as the most comprehensive and science-based nutrient profiling system to date, Lucky Charms are healthier than whole milk, more than twice as healthy as beef, and better for you than baked potato or cooked green peas. See how your favorite foods rank. 100 is the top score being healthy, and 1 is the worst score being very unhealthy. Here is the Food Compass. Uh, Can I make this larger... Watermelon is the healthiest thing on the food compass with a score of a perfect score of 100. Watermelon. So, if you want to be healthy, eat a lot of watermelon, according to them. Okay. Canned peaches at 97. Cheerios at 95. Pineapple at 94. Non fat chocolate frozen yogurt in the green at 81. Oh, non fat chocolate frozen. That sounds disgusting, by the way. Chocolate covered almonds seventy eight why is it chocolate? Why is it chocolate? This is my thing. The chocolate covered almonds are seventy eight What are regular almonds? Probably lower if they're not covered in chocolate, they're less healthy. I bet this, I bet that's their logic. Well I don't know. I'm just assuming but what where are the regular almonds? okay? I don't want chocolate on my almonds anyway. Orange juice with calcium is at seventy eight um God. Sweet potato fries. These are the ones in the mid-range, uh, 69 sweet potato fries. Sweet potato chips, 69. Lucky Charms, 60. Grape juice, 58. Good God. And th- some of the worst stuff you could eat according to this food compass are eggs fried in butter with a score of 29. Cheddar cheese with a score of 28. And ground beef with a score of 26. This is upside down backwards. Wonderland what the hell look the only thing I want to actually eat on here are the bottom three and maybe a little bit of fruit but why are they telling us that the most healthy things are actually the least healthy things they I think they're trying to transform our um, they're trying to transform our diets to be unhealthy I think they're trying to make people unhealthy it's clear why do they want this high sugar? Oh, low-fat chocolate yogurt. What the hell is low-fat chocolate yogurt? I don't even know. It's disgusting. It sounds processed. It sounds terrible. It sounds absolutely terrible. And when you have this unhealthy diet, sugar and all this, all these processed foods, it fosters disease, and I'm not a doctor or anything, but this is what I've heard from people like Dr. Sherwood and others. It, it it fosters disease because it increases inflammation and does other things to your body. It's not good. My God. So this is just the, the, the craziness that they put out there. Um, and they write more on this. Um, of course, yeah, they talk about obesity and stuff. And you know, this is a really hard topic because A lot of people suffer with this. They go into talking about school lunches and this kind of thing and how unhealthy they are. This is actually a vegan meal um, that they give at a hospital that is chips, dried vegetables and apples. Just, yeah, that's not going to. okay. whatever. (sighs) So, yeah, good article. I'll share it. I'll share it. But. Uh, yeah, we need to be healthy and it's a tough topic because a lot of us are victims of this shitty food being put in our faces all the time. Um, I kind of go back and forth, you know, a lot of people do, and that's really unhealthy. It's really bad for your body to do this, like gain weight, lose weight, gain weight, lose weight thing. But, uh, to find a sustainable way to exercise and eat healthy and live your life that way is very important. So you got to dig deep and I'm doing the same thing. Dig deep, find that mental space you need to be in to pick the right things to eat, to exercise, to stay hydrated, drink water, uh, and not tap water with fluoride in it, drink good water and all this, you know, so important. So let's try to, uh, stay Health conscious, especially as this war on information and literal war in Ukraine and Russia continues, because we need to be in our the top shape we can be, and we want to live long, healthy lives. You know, so that's it. Um, More on food, real quick. More on food, real quick. A crushed bug additive is now included in pizza, pasta, and cereals across the EU. InfoWars published this. Mm, crickets. As of yesterday, a food additive made out of powdered powdered crickets began appearing in foods from pizza to pasta to cereals across the European Union. Yes, really. Oh, house crickets are on the menu for Europeans across the continent, with the vast majority of them knowing it is now in their food. This comes thanks to a European commission ruling passed earlier this month, reports RT. As per the decision, which cited the scientific opinion of the European Food Safety Authority, the the additive is safe to use in a whole range of products, including but not limited to cereal bars, biscuits, pizza, pasta-based products, and whey powder. But don't worry, because the crickets first have to be checked to make sure they discard their bowel content before being frozen. Lovely stuff. Lovely, lovely. Yuck. Look, I've heard studies that the uh, shell on these bugs contains things that are very bad for you. So, I don't know how they're approving this. Our top health officials say it's perfectly healthy. It's very good. And they got money from George Thoros and Bill Gates. I don't know. Probably. A little trivia for me. Uh, Nikki white sugar was originally processed by monks, they kept it in a locked vault. Whoa. That's wild. They knew it was toxic and extremely addictive and they considered it a drug that alters your state of mind. Hyperactivity. It is a drug. Yeah, Dr. Sherwood's talked about that. It's definitely a drug. Holy crap. And we're all addicted to it. Most of us props to you. If you don't eat sugar, man, I, I do. And I don't, I go, like I said, I go through these phases, but man, is it bad? Ah, Terrible. Oh, great. This can't be reached. Um, well, I'll talk about it. I have another clip of this, but, um, Justin Trudeau was swarmed by angry protesters outside a bread bar or The Bread Bar in Hamilton, Canada, which was a restaurant. And uh, they were all just gathered outside. Uh, It wasn't a ton of people, but enough probably to to scare the crap out of Trudeau because he's so sensitive, Um, sensitive tyrant. You know, not all tyrants are very tough, but this is them following him after he left this uh, um, restaurant. So he's somewhere in the middle of this crowd with his uh, security. You can see them in suits. And people are not happy, man. They're yelling and shouting and filming. There's Trudeau there, middle left. He's just pretending like everything's okay. And um, this is how. This is how politicians get from point A to point B on foot now in public because people are sick of their shit. Most politicians. Is there any politicians out there who people are liking? I don't know. It's few and far between. We want Trump back. Um, Some people don't even want that, but I don't know. Um, Yeah, they're doing a lot of protesting over there in Canada. If you guys want to. Take a minute and uh, check on our Canadian friends to the north. There's a lot going on. They're starting to really protest a lot. And it's because they don't want to be forced to take mRNA injections in order to live their lives normally and be free. And they want a non-corrupt government just like us. Anyway, um, this was ridiculous during a press conference with uh, Jean-Pierre this reporter came out and said the most ridiculous thing and I, I don't even think it was a question. Uh, Nikki, they won't be able to walk the streets. Yeah, exactly. So this reporter asked something and I don't think it was even a question and I was just disgusted and I wanted to share it with you guys. This is so silly. We have spoke uh, like between me and some friends that uh, in this country... And this, I'm, I'm making this point because, because we need to remind people that America is the only country on Earth that people die by gun without even being on, in war. Because I'm giving this example, because in Africa there is countries in, of, in war, but people doesn't even have access to gun. It's very hard be, because the government and everybody is very conscious that the guns can cause a lot of destruction. But in this country, it's very normal for everybody to have access to guns, and this needs to be controlled. Uh- <laughs> I had this conversation with my friends, and we don't think that Americans should have guns because other countries don't have guns. And I just, what the hell are you talking about? What if I go to this press briefing and I say what me and my friends talk about to KJP? Oh, well, she'd love that. Uh, yeah, I was just talking to my friends about the corrupt and illegitimate regime that you're a part of. And we were just wondering, you know, Oh God, look, if you don't like the guns in the U S and you have a problem, they're not going anywhere. Nothing's going to happen unless of course there's a mass genocide, but, uh, go to that country that doesn't have guns. Then go, go to Africa. Go to wherever you want where you don't have to worry about citizens having guns and stay out of uh, our business because we have things in place already that guarantee us those guns forever uh, or as long as we can maintain it. So if you have a problem with it, kindly F off. Mind your own business. That's what I got to say to that. That's so stupid. That wasn't even a question, man. Nope. You're supposed to ask questions. This media is absolutely trash, I tell you. Not this, but that media is absolutely trash, these people. All right, let's talk about war. Biden is to give Ukraine remarks amid expectations of U.S. tank deliveries. I'm not sure if he's given these remarks yet, but before the show he had not. Let's take a look real quick. President Joe Biden will address Americans on Wednesday about U.S. support for Ukraine. The White House announced amid expectations that the U.S. will announce future delivery of Abrams tanks. The White House gave no details on the remarks scheduled for 12 p.m. Other than saying Biden will deliver remarks on continued support for Ukraine. So that should be now. I bet they're late, but let's check. Biden. Uh Uh-oh. Stock market crash is trending. That's not good. Or, I guess, where do they live stream this? White House? Uh, well, anyway, we'll cover these remarks as soon as they come out. And, yeah, he is live. He did a 10-minute speech today. Um, I'm sure people are having a heyday. They might clip it if there's anything good there. But I'll listen to this later. We'll let, we'll let you know where, where we're at. Anyway... The U.S. is increasing its weapons production for Ukraine. This is the war machine at work. The New York Times reported it, and also RT.com took that. And they said the Pentagon plans to boost manufacturing of 150, 155 millimeter artillery shells sixfold within the next two years. This tells us this war is never ending. The U.S. Department of Defense is reportedly planning to undergo its most aggressive modernization effort in nearly 40 years, according to an Army report seen by the New York Times as the Pentagon aims to boost weapons production for Ukraine. The effort will apparently include the expansion of factories and the engagement of new producers in order to achieve a 500% boost in artillery shell production within two years, the outlet claims. It is noted that such a move would push conventional ammunition production to levels not seen since the Korean War in the early 1950s. Before Russia launched its ongoing military operation in Ukraine in late February last year, the U.S. was producing some 14,400 artillery shells a month, according to the New York Times. However, with Kiev, in demand, with Kiev demanding more weapons and munitions from Washington and its allies, the Pentagon tripled the production goals last September and then doubled them in January. It's now producing as many as 90,000 shells per month. And they want to do five times. That is what I'm understanding by this. Uh, as, as for the delivery of us tanks, Russian ambassador in the U S uh Anatoly Antonov has stated that such a move would constitute blatant provocation against moscow and warned that the tanks as well as any other nato military equipment sent to ukraine without any doubt will be destroyed not good they're like yeah this is definitely going to escalate things and everyone's like we're all sending stuff let's all send stuff at the same time uh the german foreign minister declared war on russia essentially here let's take a look at that this isn't good And therefore, I've said already in the last days, yes, we have to do more to defend Ukraine. Yes, we have to do more also on tanks. But the most important and the crucial part is that we do it together and that we do not do the blame game in Europe because we are fighting a war against Russia and not against each other. Thank you. Okay. Thanks for that. Wow. Wow. Everybody. Clap, you dumb bastards! This comes as, oh, whoops, oh come on, um, oh yeah. So we're giving thirty-one M1 Abrams tanks to Ukraine. Uh, Germany is giving Leopard two tanks to Ukraine, and here they are on the train, on their way to the war just a target for Russia. This allegedly is a video of these German tanks on their way to Ukraine. Oh, gosh. Stop the damn war. This doesn't help anybody except the corrupt goons. My goodness. You know, I pray that this stops before things get more out of hand, but I don't know how that would happen. Um... And we have Finland approving its first military exports to Turkey since 2019 amid their NATO bid. That was um, reported here by the Insider paper. And then we have this U.S. So (laughs) it's okay for uh, all this to be happening, but. If China helps Russia, that's a huge problem because, here we go, the U.S. has confronted China's government with evidence that suggests some Chinese state-owned companies may be providing assistance for Russia's war effort in Ukraine, Bloomberg reported. So it's okay for us to blatantly just be, like, supporting this war... Not just us, but all these other Western nations supporting the war in Ukraine, fighting a proxy war. But nobody could help Russia. Otherwise, it's uh, it's different. It's different when they do it. This is just ridiculous. War is war. War is never good. It's just a disgusting situation. So... The hypocrisy is just ridiculous. And look, I don't love China. I don't love Russia. The thing is, I just don't like war, I think is the thing. I don't like war. I don't care where it comes from. Um, So that's kind of my stance. End the war. End the war. I'm sure, you know, if you really stood with Ukraine, you'd end the war. Because who's suffering through this? It's Ukrainians the not not the I'm not talking about, you know, Zelensky. I'm talking about the real Ukrainians who are just normal people living their lives in Ukraine where they were born or where they live with their families. Good God. The world's crazy place. Uh let's talk health. This was so sad. Jordan Peterson tweeted tweeted this out. I thought it was uh fascinating and I'm so thankful I'd never took that death jab. He said that uh Doctor. Jordan Peterson said that quote I got vaccinated because I naively believed the woke force mongers would leave me the hell alone thereafter, fool me once." That was in response to Dr. Eli David saying he got COVID shots in 2021 because he believed the claimed clinical trial results and trusted the FDA. But looking at mountains of evidence since, I no longer think I made the right decision. These shots are much more dangerous and much less effective than claimed. So people are waking up and they're posting stuff online. Hopefully it wakes more people up. And it is because uh, these crazy health officials and people who still are trying to poison uh, others are talking about vaccine hesitancy and the problem of, of information, what they call disinformation, but it's actually real information getting out to the masses. They're like, we need to censor everybody because the vaccine hesitancy is too much and we can't launder enough money through our, um, pharmaceutical companies. Uh, you should, uh, you should make your background a nice sunrise-like scenery, something to compliment your morning brand, morning coffee brand. Okay, I like that idea. Is this too dark? All right, that's a good idea. So, and we have Bill Gates warning Australia of the next pandemic. Since when is Bill Gates the master of pandemics? Oh, well, he's probably creating them and whatnot. Uh, he said it could be man-made and far more lethal than the COVID virus. Um... Um, some believe that the COVID virus was actually man-made, Bill Gates. Um, yeah. Gates said political leaders should forget their differences and work together to prepare for the next virus. He also reportedly claimed that the next pandemic could be man-made and far more brutal than COVID. Oh, gosh. Gates says a stable stable international order will get us through future pandemics. This is the New World Order. This is their global control that they want. These people are crazy. How are these people allowed to do these things? I don't understand. Nobody elected you. What is going on? This was an interesting one. I think this is important. I shared it last night. I don't know if you guys thumbs through all of the things I shared, though. So I do want to talk about it. Uh, beware of Chaos Agents in the medical freedom movement, warns Matthew Crawford. If it is, uh, this is by DC clothesline. I never read them, but this person says, uh, I guess they got this from natural news. If it is starting to seem like the fight against COVID vaccination and other ty- tyranny stemming, f- and other tyranny stemming from the Scamdemic is a little too coordinated and inauthentic. The reason could be that the health and medical freedom movements are being infiltrated by chaos agents, whose job it is to, is to misdirect and eventually lead true adherents to the cause straight off a cliff. Matthew Crawford of Rounding the Earth recently discussed this growing problem with the New Americans, Veronica Kirilenko explaining that using controlled opposition and psychological manipulation or psyops is a tried and true playbook that the bad guys use to derail the efforts of the good guys and he has a full video on it be careful not to jump on the jump the gun on calling somebody a chaos agent um In order to successfully pull off these types of psyops that we are now seeing, the deep state has to spend lots of money, which they have endless supply of, by the way, thanks to uh, QE, Infinity and other fiat currency manipulation scams. But he goes into detail about how uh, it is believed that they put fake people out there. That seem good, you know, they say the right things sometimes, but then they start saying weird shit and going down the wrong path in order to lead others down the wrong path. So just be careful who you follow. Don't trust anybody, no matter what they say, all this kind of thing. So just be careful and be aware that there are things like this happening. This does happen. This is real. You know, so, and these campaigns can be really, um... Effective and deceptive. Um, they could take somebody like me. This is just an example. What if somebody came to me and said, hey "Vince, we're gonna give you five million dollars. All you have to do is on your next show, start saying this, start saying this, and cover that, and you'll see a check." And and uh, and then the reason they do that, or they could start from the beginning, set kind of a, they set. Kind of uh, uh, I guess, um, a reputation for somebody, and then they take it another way, and trick people. So it's about trust and all this kind of thing. They're just assholes. They they work. They abuse people's psychology and they lead you down the wrong path. So be very careful. It could happen with anybody. By the way, I won't take money for nothing. Somebody was tweeting yesterday. They're like, How, uh, somebody offers you a million dollars to take the vaccine what do you do? It's like, you know, you can't spend a million if you're dead. So why would you do that? Even if it was a billion, I wouldn't take a vaccine. Same thing with lying and just all this kind of thing. I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. I don't want your money in order to be immoral and whatever. I'll be poor and truthful and just, I'll be happier that way. Uh, or not even poor, but you know, I won't be filthy rich <clears throat> anyway. Um I guess like oh my gosh it's 9:30. Holy smokes. I guess we have to stop here you guys. I'm sorry. I only have an hour in the morning with you know we try to cover as much news as we can on the Red Pill project, which is why we have our morning show and our evening show. So tune in tonight we'll continue this conversation with Josh uh on the Daily Dose at 5:30 p.m. Pacific time. Uh this conversation as well as other things that are developing uh, yesterday's daily dose, if you didn't catch it, it, was phenomenal. Um, Josh connected a lot of these stories together and, uh, it was just one of those aha moments after aha moments, uh, probably one of those, you know, one of those fantastic shows that comes up, uh, and so check it out if you didn't, um, What else do we have going on? Uh, There's some sponsors in the description if you guys are interested in that. Gold, uh, food, uh, donations, all that kind of thing. So you can check that out. Um, Nikki says that she can't be bribed with money or materialistic things either. She loathes the whole concept. So do I. It's so stupid. Life is more than this. So thank you all for joining me and participating in this conversation. Hope your coffee's good. Hope you're all awake now. And I hope I didn't depress you too much. It's a little doom and gloom, but, you know, maybe uh, if you guys find any positive stories, then send them to me. The most positive thing I could find is, like, an otter eating a fish and, like, things like this. It always has to do with, like, cute animals. But no actual positive real news. If you guys find anything positive, share it with me on the social Red Pill or on Twitter or something. I'd love to see it because I need a little pick-me-up, too. But... These are the things I find pertinent to the unfolding global conspiracy in some way or another that I wanted to share. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'll see you all soon. Uh, I'll see you tonight. Take care. God bless and Godspeed.